0: Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast, where we give you our point of view. Today, we're doing the Sci-Fi Sisters TrekMovie.com takeover. Say what? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Sci-Fi Sister Tamia, and I am joined by my sister Sabrina Wood, whoop, whoop. Fran T. What's up? And JD Keeling, Keeling, Keeling. Hi. <laughs> we are gonna discuss the star trek cinematic universe black representation in star trek cinematic universe but i think we had all voted that we were gonna call it just the star trek cinema yeah right? yeah. yeah sounds yeah. a lot better a lot mm-hmm. less lot less pretentious stc yeah. Yeah, we have a new acronym to remember, y'all. It's STC, and that means Star Trek Cinema. So we're going to talk about all the great uh, Black actors and actresses who have populated our favorite franchise of movies over the year. And guiding us through this discussion today is going to be none other than Sister Sabrina, whose alter ego, shall we say? is the cinnamon cinephile so if y'all haven't checked out the five by five podcast you might want to check that out because this sister knows her movies and she is the natural person to guide us through the stc black people edition
1: sabrina take it away please oh my god i love that the stc yeah that's what we're talking about today so this idea came about after our trip to vegas it was fran and yvette and myself that managed to go to las vegas and we got on the roddenberry stage panel list how did that happen i don't know but John champion was so nice to invite us um we got a um a nice spot at 12 on a Sunday, and we were on the panel with someone from TrekMovie.com, Kayla. And so, Hi, we hit- Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Thank you so much. Fran, was this like a fun time or what on that stage?
2: It was a blast. We naturally had, we had a natural blast. It was just <laughs> wonderful. I loved it.
1: Yeah, so it was uh, trekmovie.com and it was our other Trek geek people uh, from Deep Space Pride who also joined us, Mike, and we were also with another podcast called "Quoting Quoting um, Star Trekers," quoting Roddenberry. So uh, that was that was all of us that were there. So it was a four it was a four <laughs> panel but uh kayla came over afterwards and said that she really wanted us to do something with trekmovie.com so here we are doing a takeover and we decided that we would take a look and see if any of these movies could pass the sci-fi sister cultural inclusion test so let me tell you a little bit of what we decided we were going to do with this test there's a thing in the world if you're into movies there's a thing in the world called the Bechtel-Wallace test and it's just got that name because these two women made a comic strip about this test and it was about women in film and the test is if there are two women who have a conversation with each other about anything other than a man it passes the test and believe it or not many movies Do not pass this test. So we decided to do our own little riff on the Bechdel-Wallace test, and it's the Sci-Fi Sister Inclusion Checklist Test. So, sisters, are you ready to run down this STC and see if they can make it on the SSIC list? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever she just said. Yeah, what she said. Uh, mm-hmm. So here's the test, just so you know what we're looking for, we're going to talk about this movie. We're not going to tell you who's going to pass the test and who hasn't yet, but here's what we've got for our list. They have to be at least two main characters of color. Their dialogue is more than merely supportive of the white characters. Three, they have a skill that contributes to the survival of the group. four, They don't have a criminal record. Five, has to have a positive relationship with another character. And six, is not a magical stock character. So that is the Sci-Fi Sister Inclusion Checklist Test. And we're going to see if the movies of the STC make it. So what do you think Hmm. about that test, sisters? I love this test. I think it's a lot of fun. I I think it's a lot of fun, too. And I think it's going to be kind of cool trying to see if they can pass this test. I think they might have it in the bag. I, I'm confident that Star Trek is going to be able to do it. What do okay. you think, Fran? We'll You're- see,
0: because I don't mm. know. Mm. I was watching some stuff, and I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Not all right. according to this test, so let's Not get into it.
1: that. No, we're, I'm confident. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like there's going <laughs> to be at least a couple of movies that are going to be able to pass our test. So okay. we've got 13 films, right? We've got 13 films in the STC. Starting with Star Trek, the motion picture and ending with, you know, Star Trek Beyond, which just ended. Now, we just heard that Paramount is announcing two new Star Trek films, and one of them has the dreaded J.J. Abrams attached to it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that no go. No judgment, gonna, though. No judgment. No judgment. I love JJ, but, you know, can we yeah. keep the ship in the air? Can we keep the ship in the air? <laughs> <laughs> can the ship fly? Can the flies. ship just fly ship without fly. Me just cracking it all up? And I know some people like to see things blow up, but I don't want one of those things to be my enterprise. So... Going back to the 13 films, I noticed that the films are grouped for me in three different areas. We have the original, the original crew of the Enterprise, the TOS film, and we've got six of those. And then we have four by the Next Generation crew, and then we have three in the Kelvin universe. And so why don't we just start off and you just say, like, which one of your crews did you like the best in these films? Which is your favorite crew?
0: i got to say, uh, Fran, you go
1: first.
2: Of each group or Yeah. Each? Is it the
1: TOS group, the end, the Next Gen group, or the Kelvin group? Who's your favorite?
2: My favorite crew actually was uh Next Gen. Oh wow. 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 surprising. Yeah, well my favorite my favorite uh movie actually is First Contact. Yeah. So okay. I would have to say that's my favorite um you know, because, you know, How Free It was in it. <laughs> you know, and, right. you know, the Borg and, you know, I just, you know, I, it's my favorite movie. And it had enough action and enough uh, cerebral stuff in it to be Trek. So that's my favorite crew. Okay.
1: okay. Tamiya? I actually
0: really enjoy the um, uh, TOS movies, more than anything. Um, those are the ones that are like comfort food for me. I mean, I, 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 I didn't see motion picture first time around. I was too little when that first came out, but I saw star Trek II, uh, wrath of Khan in the movie theater. And it was to this day, one of my all time favorite movies. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) uh you know i'm kind of and i'm very forgiving uh with the other star trek movies uh you know the one with the whales etc you know like i kind of like those you know so i wrath just have of Khan a con is your favorite um i think wrath of Khan is my favorite trek movie yeah okay well i guess i should say
1: the kelvin crude
2: because but the, <laughs> well, say, <laughs> although, say
1: the, now, say the listen, truth woman listen, say the truth truthfully yeah. chris pine could just make me say that but <laughs> <laughs> i love me some chris pine but um i would say actually going through this is getting ready for this uh this show i did re-watch a lot of the films and i, I gotta say my favorite are the TOS, the original crew. I mean, what am I going to say? I'm an OG, of course, TOS crew, Cap Kirk, the real Cap Kirk, I'm on now. And I would say my favorite of that group, and, and it's really hard. I, um, the, the search for Spock is coming up really hard and fast from third position. And I will have to thank, you know, Treks. For that, because they asked us to be guests and to discuss that show. Remember Tamiya mm-hmm. and we, yeah. we had we watched a movie to be guests on Nerd Trek. Hey guys, if you're listening, and we know you are.
0: How you doing? You did. You did um, search for Spock, and I did. Um... Undiscovered Country with them. Oh, that's right. That's right. The two, right. The two of us did Spot. Undiscovered
1: Country, which is also a great movie yes. and, and underrated. I tell you, and thanks to that, those two appearances, I really had to say I enjoyed the Search for Spock. It's becoming one of my favorite of the, of all thirteen, uh, but absolutely my absolute favorite. And if you've ever seen my my office, it's definitely the Voyage Home. There's not a there's not a bad scene. There's not a bad the moment. The one with the everything. whales. The one with the, the whales. With the whales. I love
0: that one too. I love it. I love can I just uh let people know that the reason that uh J D is not weighing in right now is because we've had technical difficulties with the Zoom crash involved. So we're hoping that she'll be able to make it back. So everybody keep your fingers crossed that uh she'll be able to make it back.
1: Yes. And we'll ask her what's her favorite. Yes. At least she'll say Kelvin
0: because <laughs> <laughs> we're mi- now we're missing our millennial point of view and that makes me sad yeah, you just
1: flip-flopped on me i was like wow that was interesting
2: <laughs> well i i uh, um excuse me first contact of all the movies has always been my favorite mm-hmm. it's always yeah. been my fa- i mean first okay before it came out the Wrath of Khan was my favorite, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but then when First Contact came out, that was my favorite. And I think you know um, part of the reason why I, I bought it up here is because of Alfre Woodard that like okay. she was in it and her, and the part that she played in it. And see that she does she pass the you know?
1: See it. If it, okay, let's see if your movie can pass the test. Yeah, I'm to pl- Okay, we've got we've got First Contact. Fran's favorite. Alfre Woodard, um Academy Award nominee for C- Cross mm-hmm. Creek and mm-hmm. Emmy winner for a bunch of I think Miss Evers boys. I mean, we just have got some class acting in this mm-hmm. one. You um, know,
2: a player on Saint Elsewhere so many. Thank you. Years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, de- with with Denzel.
0: Yep. I think okay. I just want to give I want to give some new Trek movie love. Um, because I do love uh, Zoe Saldana as Uhura. I do love what they do with Uhura. Um, I like them fleshing out her character a lot more and giving her, I mean, I just watched an entire Star Trek movie where Uhura had like three lines. Yeah. You know, and, you know, talk about one pissed off sister, you know? <laughs> yeah, like So I like that she gets more time as Uhura. Oh. You know, I, and and that
1: character gets fleshed out. I agree with you on that, and that that's why I do like the Kelvin movies because Uhura gets a lot more. You know, she's got a full relationship with Spock. She she's flying ships and stuff. She's translating everything, mm-hmm. and she looks beautiful. I mean, and I, they're
0: showing her like all her full capabilities. Like, if you want to see Uhura in action, you you get like one or two original series moments of her in action with the. Doing things that's up to her full capabilities, besides just a finger, a couple of fingers to her ear, and say, like, "Incoming message, Captain." You know, um, you know what I'm saying? I do.
1: Yeah. And I think they use her a bit more in the films. Um, yeah. She does have more to do in the films than she did, I think, in um, but for a few episodes. But yeah, Zoe is definitely working a um, horror in the Kelvin universe, but she's there only. She's there only. I'm like, could we get like a couple more we do have Sulu. I mean we have people of color, but I'm talking black here today, okay? Talking black.
2: <laughs> so I, they need know, to get
1: uh, they need to get something else going on over there in the Kelvin universe.
2: I like the you ca- I like the you character in the in the new in the Kelvin movies. I didn't I wasn't crazy about the casting though.
1: You don't mm-hmm. like Chris Pine? Don't tell me you don't like my Chris Pine. No, I mean you, <laughs> I mean I mean
2: yeah I like Chris. You Pine. don't like Zoe? Right. I'm not crazy about uh oh. thing that they did. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about that.
1: No, she she doesn't bother me. I'm I'm okay with her in that part. Me I'm too. okay with her yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. She's she, I she she's holding up the she was holding up the, I think the, the baton. She's yeah. carrying the baton well, I thought. She did a good job. I thought she did too, you know, and uh,
0: you know, I know that like there was a uh, discussion about like, Oh, is not so light skinned stuff, you know, but I'm like, it's a different universe. It's a parallel universe. Like not she could be like, I mean, she looks, she looks fine. I'm good with her. I don't know. I, I like her too, but yeah. yeah, to each his own, like, you know, I'm not a big fan of Chris Pines either. So there you go. I know my, my sisters are shocked. I'm like, I can take him or leave him. His head looks weird. Uh, <laughs> It's weirdly sized.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm just going to keep going here. So all right, so we're going to apply.
2: Okay, yeah, he's got a set of eyebrows on him
0: too. We're gonna, so, yeah, He's a gonna good out. look. He's a good enough looking guy. I'm just not, oh He doesn't. God. I'm just not
1: like flipping over him or anything. I, okay. I, I am Chris, if you're okay. listening and I hope I mean, to God you are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sabrina loves you. Um, all right. So, so the sci-fi sister cultural inclusion checklist test here for uh, first contact. Do we have two main characters of color? Are we gonna we're
0: gonna go we're gonna skip Tos movies? We're gonna go. No, straight I'm gonna to- go right
1: to first contact. I want to okay. see if this one's gonna make it. Then I'm gonna come back to yours and we're gonna do mine. And hopefully okay, we can cool get means. JD back on by then. All so right. first contact, two characters of color. Yes. Yes. We've yes, got Laura we and we've got Lily.
2: First and
1: contact. We that. And we have. That's right. No, oh, wait a minute. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Con- about, What am I talking about? First contact. Were, yeah, yeah, we're talking Yeah, we've no, got Lavar, no. we've got we've got Lavar, we've got Michael Dorn, and we've got Alfie oh, we Wood. So we've got three in this one. Three. So we have three yeah. named characters like All, right, mm-hmm. All right now. Mm-hmm. Dialogue so that's, a, that's, that's a more point. than merely supportive.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yes. 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 Oh, my favorite when Worf told Picard, I could kill you where you stand if you were uh, if you were, you not, were any hey, other hey, yeah. man, I would kill you where you, you stand. You. That's you true. I mean, yeah, oh, that's and not very supportive. It.
2: He meant it.
1: That wasn't exactly supportive, but <laughs> well, it, well, it <laughs> no, was they had a the little makeup scene later, though. Yeah, they, but their dialogue
0: was not merely supportive.
1: Right, not merely supportive. That's right. So right. you know, warp mm-hmm. was all up in his face. Yeah. And Alfre was
0: all up in his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of times, even though, you know.
1: LeVar was down on the planet doing what had to be done. Yeah. And he was in the other guy's face. (laughs) Zephyr's. Yeah. He was in Zephyr's face. Yeah. So, all right. Black Mm -hmm. people got it covered over here for uh, Mm -hmm. first contact. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Have skills that contribute to the survival of the group. Yes. 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 Yes all of them all of that all of, it, all of all of them all three of them mm-hmm. okay wolf was keeping the ship clear of borg <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. jordy was getting the uh, the phoenix up and up and into the space there and and uh alfie wood was making sure that picard got back on track that's, that's right. right okay criminal records none no none all righty Ooh, positive so relationship another with another character Yes. yes
2: yeah well alfrey sort of alfrey was a double edged thing with she i think she was positive for for uh Picard, yeah I really
1: and definitely for for um Stephen Cochran,
0: right, yeah. absolutely
1: for Zephyr Cochran,
0: yeah, and we know that like uh we know that Geordie and Worf were had positive relationships with other characters,
1: you know? yeah right. And, and really, Worf was definitely trying to tell the Picard what was happening here with the ship, but he wasn't listening with the Borg. Um, yeah, so I would give that a yes. Basically, Alfie Woodard winning that one all by herself, winning that mm-hmm. point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then at least uh, one is not a s- magical stock character
0: no, no man no, no. alfrey's not all know, right she's not magically no. saving the day all right know. so
1: we can say without question Woo-hoo. or doubt that star trek first contact passes the sci-fi sister cultural inclusion test yes this is a positive Yay. Yay. we love first contact yeah six, six out of six not six bad
0: I feel right. like where do we go from here? Like, oh, my gosh, you know, what a great start. <laughs> I
1: don't know. That might be the winner of the I whole think. thing. It's, first entirely, it's entirely possible. All right. <laughs> so we're going to go back to your first pick, Ralph of Khan. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, everybody talking all kinds of smack about Ralph <laughs> of Khan, but it's just a movie for black people in the STC. I don't know. I don't I know. I don't know. No, I, think, I think we got it. Can we count Ricardo? No, we can't count Ricardo.
0: <laughs> no, we can't count Ricardo. We can't claim him. I'm going to
1: claim him. I'm going to claim him. No, <laughs> I'm claim him no, no, we not, no. no. I,
2: mean, I, I wish, can? Lord no. knows,
0: I wish we could. If we were doing, right. um, if this was um, the Dave Chappelle oh. show and we were doing the race draft, we then can't. You know, we, we might be able we to trade. take him. Yeah. yeah, we could trade, but you know. But. Race
1: draft. <laughs> <laughs> but we are not Dave Chappelle, so we're going to stick so with the black people. Yeah. Okay, so Rafficon, who do we have in this one? Oh no, this is going to win, girl! Come on now, we got Nichelle Nichols playing Lieutenant o'hara mm-hmm. and we yep. have Paul, Paul Winfield, win- the Winfield.
0: amazing Paul Winfield,
1: playing when the walls <laughs> fail <laughs> before before he was shocked. <laughs> Oh, okay. Before he was Damak, he was Captain Terrell. And let's make sure we give him all his due. Um, He was nominated for Best Actor. Best Actor in Academy Awards in 1972 for Sounder. Sounder. He also was an Emmy winner himself. So, you know, this is another, you know, Oscar royalty coming in to visit the Star Trek cinema. Mm -hmm. And so now... This is, to me, favorite show and favorite movie. And let's go ahead and apply our test. OK, so two named characters of color.
0: Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we got, we got him. him. Captain Terrell, Lieutenant the guy, of Horror. And the, uh, the guy that uh, played March. Kevin Rodney Sullivan.
1: Yep. He, he was only the there for yeah, a he minute. Was like in another obscure black person. But he, but was, he name. was
0: named. He was.
1: He, he was, was in the named. Credits.
0: Yep. So we got that. So we got two named characters of color. Dialogue that is more than supportive of white characters. It's more, it's more, not, not merely supportive of white characters. I feel like that's how we should say that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Paul Winfield, yeah. definitely. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. Paul Winfield had it all by himself, you know? When he just gave that stuff up, when he ripped that bracelet off, <laughs> I cry every time.
0: Oh, okay. So we got that. We have that. It gets, gets another point. That. Um, skill that contributes to the survival of the group. Well, Ahura has that in bounds. Oh, yeah. So did our unnamed guy. I mean, our named guy, March who only had a brief moment, but he had a skill. That's why he was on the ship. OK, you know, right. <laughs> and Paul Winfield did, you know, even though. Absolutely. And he absolutely had a skill. Yep, I mean, he was a captain. OK. All right. So we've got three, three points three so far. So far that we know of. Nobody had a
1: criminal record. Now, you know, the captain of the, <laughs> the Captain of the <laughs> He did not have a criminal record. He
0: had no criminal record. But that guy, March, I don't know. I don't know. No, we're going to say no criminal record. So we're I mean, going to count our that. Our two as...
1: main people.
0: <laughs> our two main people do not have a criminal record. He has a positive relationship with another character? Well,
1: I would were... say that um, Captain Terrell and Chekhov were <laughs> right. doing, doing their hostage together. I mean, brothers, even yeah, and even, in before, prison
0: to- even before they were brothers in arms in prison. Right. Wow. Yes. You know, even before they had a good thing going, they were working really well together. And we know that Uhura has positive relationships with her shipmates and others. Right. And not a magical character. No, there is not a magical character. I do have an issue with this one, but. It's not a magical character, but it's another trope. Unfortunately, is the black character sacrificing themselves for the good of the white character? This is true. I was
1: going to go there with you. We have that. He did not survive. No.
0: I mean, he literally bit that bullet. He took that bullet,
1: you know? He did. But I would say that it fit the story. I don't think it was outside of the story. Like, you know, when it it happened, you didn't say like, oh, of course, they're going to kill the black man. You were like, oh, no, the captain is going to sacrifice himself.
0: Yes. I mean, that's that's in
1: fairness. That is, you know. One way to look at it, then I'm
0: like, well, Chekhov survived. <laughs> you know, could we couldn't we figure out a way, you know, for the captain to survive? Like he's I, like, "No, immediately.
1: Like, no, nope, I'm going to just I'm done. I'm dead. Off, it. He's dead, Jim. He's dead." All right. So, uh, are we giving this a qualifier? No. We're not giving it a qualifier cuz it no, wasn't not a magical it, it, character. It, it,
0: no, it was not a magical character according to our list as it stands because mm-hmm. we did not include that one important criteria about Uh, Black people sacrificing themselves, black characters sacrificing themselves. Which, like, when we revise this, I really need to include that. Uh You know, because that's something we see all the time, all the time. So, but according to our list as it stands,
1: we've got six for six. Seraphicon gets a six out of six. Yay! All right. So I think just to be fair, because we've got one Tos crew getting a pass on the. sci-fi sister test and we have a next gen crew getting a pass on a sci-fi sister test i think i'm gonna just have to apply this test to one of the kelvin movies to see if they make it as well you should yeah we should just cuz because uh we have jd back with us jd we want to ask you first before we go on and do that We've got her back from Techland's problems. And so, J.D., the question was, which one of the three crews is your favorite? The TOS crew who did the first six movies, the next-gen crew that did the next four, or the Kelvin crew who did the last three?
3: Yeah, it's going to be AOS. It's going to be TOS? AOS, alternate original series. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. So you wanna expound
0: on that at all? I like them better. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm smacking. laughs>
3: um, no, like that's 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 the first Star Trek I ever really watched. It's the first thing that got me interested in Star Trek. Other well Well it got me interested in those movies. I So, yeah, I'm going to give them credit. They did a lot of heavy lifting because, to be fair, I had seen that one movie where Kirk and Bones goes to prison or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was never impressed with that. Never found Kirk that interesting. I I don't know, like, besides the Reading Rainbow guy, what is TNG really offering? So, you know what? I'm going to give it to the new movies. All right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I knew it i knew it too oh, great. i love it i love it okay so which one is your favorite out of all of them
3: the third one is that
0: beyond yeah mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i like i don't know like i gotta be more specific than that <laughs>
3: Right, you, Star Trek you, look, it's, it's the third one, okay? I don't know which one it is. <laughs> it's the one where they freaking
0: blow awesome. up
1: the Enterprise and they're on that planet, and there's like, um, there's uh, mystical icon things and just all kinds of stuff is going on. There's a motorcycle. I mean, that's, I don't, a, that's I a good one. I do not one.
3: remember the planet, uh, the Enterprise. No, the Enterprise was fine, wasn't it? I feel like the Enterprise was fine. We played the Beastie Boys in the Enterprise. Yeah, the, the, the third
0: one is the one with Idris Elba, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they they, run, they, they do, <laughs> a, they do they're a lot of, rough, a lot of yes,
1: running around right. chasing Idris Elba. Yeah. They're chasing Idris Elba, yes. Okay, so what we're doing here, J.D., is we're applying our little test to each one of our favorites. So we're glad you came back on time to tell us that Kelvin is yours because we'd already picked the other two. And so, great. So um, we're going to apply would you this-
3: have done if I hadn't said... The uh, Kelvin.
1: We were going to oh, go there anyway. Br- we would have done
3: a Kelvin anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: made us legit. <laughs> um. Okay, so applying our test now to Star Trek Beyond, which is great because um, first question, are there at least two named characters of color? And we said of color here, but we do mean black. So we, yeah, we been, now, we're talking we black
0: have, on this one. We mm-hmm. have
1: Zoe and we have Idris. Idris so, we, yeah. so
0: so Beyond gets a point for that.
1: It's a point. All right. The dialogue is more than merely supportive of white characters. Aurora, definitely in this one.
2: Mm-hmm. Was,
3: was it? No. Well, technically, yes, because Ahura was paired off with Sulu. So it's a very technical yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> like he's not white. <laughs> but the dialogue was more than merely supportive of the... Well, it doesn't. It's technical. Yes, it's yeah. technically. Yes. <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm not going to split hairs about it. Yeah. They got a point. <laughs> she was all upset about
1: her <laughs> necklace and everything. She was crazy. She was like the Ellen at Spock about the necklace. <laughs> yeah, her gift. And then, you know, when they were captured. Yeah, no, Over had a lot to say in this one. Um, OK, they have skills that contribute to the survival of the group. Oh, Ooh, Definitely. Yeah,
0: well, Hora definitely does. Yeah, she got him out of there, didn't she? Well, who are these? We have other, other. I'm sorry. Go ahead, JD. Uh,
3: it's hard to say with Beyond because the thing is, uh, that's the one where we get like the different group dynamics. So you got a Hora with Sulu, and they're right. trapped with uh, your boy Idris. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're they're part of the crew that is taken hostage. So. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Like, I it's I really, really got hard to say. <laughs> Can we do a half point? Like, we're, we like, like, everyone's point. doing like three different things all
0: at once. Yeah. Mm. So, are we going to allow the, allot them a point for this? I'm giving a horror point. Yeah, man. Absolutely.
1: Okay. All right. So, we got three points for Beyond thus far. All right. Here's where we're going to get into a little trouble. Does not have a criminal record.
3: Technically, yes. Uhura never got in trouble. That was all Kirk's business. Well, he And just secondly, no, 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 he didn't, because his ship, wasn't it that uh, his ship had, like, basically crashed? Because he had went a little crazy.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, he went crazy. So,
3: like, he, so he doesn't he, he, have he a
1: was, criminal record yet.
3: He, yeah, exactly. He left and right. Star, but Starfleet didn't know about that at first. And he That's died true. before they could charge him, so... <laughs>
0: True, sure, te- technically he did not have a criminal record. I mean the the
3: the
0: the the, the He's the, the villain list, but he doesn't have villain, a criminal record <laughs> but he doesn't have a criminal record. They have to get a point for that. Like if we're technical about it, oh God. Fran, Fran is in protest. Fran is in just, because, protest. <laughs> just because he's the villain, we wrote the list. He does not have a criminal record before he snaps and goes all bad guy.
3: Yeah, because the thing is, it's like toward the end where you find out. Oh wow, he used to be a Starfleet captain, and he's not just some random alien. So you know, technically, yeah.
2: come, was on.
3: Fine. <laughs> come on, come
2: on, Fran is like, we can't, no we way, can't,
0: we can't apply it that way because he's the villain of the movie. Okay, all right, Fran, Pe- teach me. What are you thinking? He-
2: I'm thinking that he does have a criminal record. He does. He's been killing people for years and years and years. The lady, the lady with the black with the the lady, the lady with the blonde hair. Right. Has, has told all the atrocious things that he's done. So he does have a record of okay. being a criminal. Okay. Are we
0: no. convinced?
3: No. See, you may be convinced, but I pulled up the Wikipedia. So okay. The whole situation is basically he was a pre-Federation soldier, and he rejected the Federation's principles. So he teamed up with the Zindi and the Romulans. Then him and his crew went through a wormhole. So technically, no one called him into court.
1: <laughs> oh no! Now well, he's oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of siding with Fran, but okay, he doesn't have an official criminal record, but this dude is a criminal.
3: He did some criminal things. He did bad things. I ain't gonna argue that, but ain't no one bring him to court. (laughs) There
1: ain't no record. (laughs) right, we're gonna give him that point. Oh, there is a record. (laughs) The
2: girl girl did say there is a record. She told Scott, you you know, what you call him, Montgomery Scott, all the atrocious things he's been doing. For years and years and years, so he's done criminal things for years and years and years. He didn't go to the court because there was no court there to try him.
1: They didn't. They couldn't catch him. No, mm. they,
2: where's the court? He's the court.
1: He <laughs> exactly. was in charge.
3: <laughs> exactly. When you in
2: charge, you get to make the rules. <laughs>
1: i don't know this is sounding pretty this is pretty like uh, like i
3: said this is a movie of technicalities
1: (laughs) okay i i'm with fran on this one This, this is a criminal he's a criminal i i actually uh
0: have to agree with the other sisters that he is a criminal
3: you uh, dis- didn't say that dis- he was a criminal. You said that he had a criminal record. That's just true. I mean, like, we're looking at how we wrote this thing. Oh,
0: we're and we be. said we're don't have a criminal record.
1: So right. I'm going to give it a half listening. point. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a say, half yeah. point. Yeah. I'm going to give him yeah. You, you, you give him one and you give him the other one. But we're going to be no. Protesting. It's, it's a half a of, of a point.
0: And I'm the one who's keeping score.
1: It's a half of a point. Under protest. Right. Has a positive relationship with other character. Ahura, yes.
2: Him? No. (laughs) Yeah, but Ahura does.
0: Yeah, Uhura does, but not him. So there we go. We got we have we have
1: we got a black person that has a Mm -hmm. positive relationship. Yep. Yep. And at least at least one is not a magical stock character. See they're gonna win this because of Ahura. Not well, true. they're not winning. I mean, they're, they're going to get that point. point because of a horror. No, they're half a point behind.
0: But um, they're, No, I'm saying they're going to yeah. get this point well, because it's, of a horror. It's just magical? Yeah, he wasn't
3: magical. No, there, he, was magical no, there was nothing magical about him. So they have two non-magical Negroes. Right. And they even interact with each other. Right.
1: So they get that point, honestly. Okay. So you're saying, but for the contested one point mm-hmm. of the criminal record, this pretty much passes. You got yeah. you got six out of you got at least five out of the
0: six. It's it passes with the technicality. It has a five and a half it rating the technicality. <laughs> actually, it would have passed even without that point. It would still pass. Like it's got a five and a half at this moment, yeah, it but it passes. still passes.
1: Yeah, yeah. we're good. to did. We're give actually, it a thumbs up. Got enough black people in there, even though one of them is kind of mm. the uh, now. The only thing, I, my problem with this movie is that this movie was advertised as having one of the hottest black stars in it. Had him sitting up there in the chair doing all kinds of things, making us think that we're going to see some Idris in this film. And then you go ahead and do a Michael Dorn, LeVar Burton and put some stuff on his face. So yeah. I don't even know that's him or even that it is anybody black until the last 10 daggone minutes of the film. Oh well, that's my problem with this film, but other than that it <laughs> <you> could have <laughs> been anybody under there
0: yeah and i mean I think that you know those three films like they're some of the some of the films in the s t c are uh do a great job um by passing our tests like like our tests Kind of the it's the bar is set kind of low, you know. Like some of these films, are, as you know. was the
1: original Bechdel Wallace test, but not, right. not trying to make it a high bar. Can you just do some this of, much for a sister, please?
0: <laughs> so some of them can pass the test with one, you know, or two characters, and some of them pass the test with like many more
1: than yeah. than the two. Well, I think the thing to say is Star Trek because of the nature of the crew, where we do have black people in the crew is going to be able to pass this test or at least get a couple of these things in here but you know i think one of the things i want to say about these movies is that they have a heavy reliance on the fact that they've got a lavar or michael dorn or zoe in it and they don't put anybody else in it and one of the things i will say is um um, I sort of wonder sometimes, just be serious for a moment. You know, when we're having a good time with all of this. And I know Star Trek is, you know, part of my heart and I love it. And they've done a lot for Black characters and Black actors. All the Black actors that I have seen that have come from the crew are still friendly and working with the studio. So, you know, there hasn't been any like, oh my God, these people are horrible and they're walking off in distress. So we give Star Trek all that love. But one of the things I do worry about and I see sometimes is that there's this thing in Hollywood when you come to the movies, not the TV series, because I think the TV series stand head and shoulders above the movies when it comes to inclusion, Mm -hmm. um, is that Hollywood has this whole thing in their mind that black doesn't travel and that they don't want to put a lot of black characters front and center. Of a movie because they are afraid it is not going to bring back the gross receipts from worldwide distribution, and one of the first people that will tell you yeah. that's true yeah, is I George agree. Lucas, and you saw what happened in the Star Wars franchise. And you know he said right up when he was making that black movie, it was not one of the it was not one of the Star Wars. He was making Red Tails. He said he could not get an investor to do Red Tails, which was the story of the Tuskegee Airmen of World War II, the black um, flying aces. He couldn't get any investors for that film for a long, long time because they kept telling him that Black casts don't sell overseas. Right. And I don't think we've really cleared that bar until Black Panther and Chadwick Bozeman, And so now we see how important that film is. And so I hope that when we come up with um, the next two Star Treks, we have more than, than just relying on Zoe to pass this test. Absolutely.
2: Is it going to be the Calvin? Uh, we don't know.
1: Don't, don't know. We don't know yet.
0: But I, she. But I understand her point. Like yes. Like that. We have more than just one or two representing uh, on main parts, main roles in the movie. You know, I feel like one of the um, like TNG movies. You know, they had Guinan. Yes. Let's get. Let's uh, talk about that. They did. You know, they had Guinan and. They had Guinan, you know. Michael Dorn. Michael Dorn was, you know, representing as a Klingon, you know. So not really representing as a, as a black man,
3: you know. He's a black Klingon, though. <laughs> yeah, we know he's a
0: black Klingon. We <laughs> know he's a black Klingon. He's a black Klingon.
1: So yes, generation isn't.
2: So you know. Yeah. You know, we, so we do you know, have. We do have generations?
1: And, we have her, and it will be and we had Tim Russ and we had LeBar Burton and we had Michael Dorn so generations had quite a few and they could definitely pass that test mm-hmm. so you know even though sometimes we kind of say this kind of character really not a magical she's, she's kind sometimes of magic
2: is but her race I, I kind of excuse it i think they what do you all think do you think they wrote her that way so that her race would be a race of listeners because her race her species is a species of listener.
1: Right. Yes. So, so so now that we have other Allurians, I will say she's not so magical to me. Right now. So we meet some more in generations. We see a whole, there's a shipload of them. I'm like, okay, so all of them have this thing. It wasn't just Guinan. But, um, yeah. So. yeah. I don't, I don't, I think that she really rides, I think at
0: the time that she was written, um, I absolutely would have called her a magical Negro. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I don't think that, I mean, and I don't, I don't think that there's any way that you can look at that role and not say that, especially if we were watching it during the time it was out, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, she was, you know, but I don't care why practically they decided to make it that way, but she was the one who was always, You know, she seems so prescient. She knew stuff. And, you know, she was the one who was guiding Picard's journey. You know, she was his acted as his moral compass. And um, we get cast in that in that role often, whether it be through a magical Negro stereotype or a nanny. You know, um, we often get cast in the role of playing the moral compass for the main white character.
2: Yeah, because she even did that with Riker in Best of Both Worlds. Right. Like, you know, like our,
0: like our job
2: here is to keep, keep white people
0: on track. You know? <laughs> you know, I have white friends that try to do like that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa no, no. Um, so, okay, you know, like, I mean, not white friends. My friends are my friends. And, yes, we talk like friends. But, like, there's a woman in my office who tries to do that sometimes. I'm like, I don't know you like that. I don't know why you looking at me.
1: Well, let's hope that Picard brings Guinan into more of a flesh-and-blood Lorien, and we see a little bit more of her. I mean, we did get to see, you know, some of her story, which is the, the one thing you can do to stop that trope, is to give me more background and to give me her in some other way. So they did talk about her, you know, her father. She mentioned her father. She mentioned she was married. She gave us some more information in a couple of episodes and in this movie. But um, I hope that there would be more to her in Picard. I'm very anxious to see what's going to happen there. And I would love to get the backstory to- about her in Q. Aha.
0: Yeah, I really want to see that one day. I want to know that.
2: Yeah, I think. And I know we're not talking about it, but I think it's going to come up in Picard. I do.
1: I think, yeah, I think they're going to they got the two of them in there. We got to find out what that was all about, what all that. Is. Yeah. Okay, so we've got our three favorite movies or our represent, our representatives of each one of these. We've got Wrath of Khan, we've got First Contact, and we have Star Trek Beyond. And so it's funny, too, because I think we picked the, best, the biggest moneymakers, <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's funny. Well, there's a reason why they're the biggest money makers. (laughs) We
1: love them. Yeah. But I just want to point out that if you want to really look at which movie gave you the most bang for its buck, it's definitely. Let me guess. Can I?
2: This one? (laughs) What? What is it? She said Beyond.
1: (laughs) No. i have got to guess. Beyond gave you the most money. Yes, it was also did the they? most friggin expensive.
2: <laughs> I thought they made the less money of the three movies.
1: Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Into Darkness made the most money. You're right. Oh, it, was the less, it was the least money of the three movies. But
0: you asked for the bang for, most bang, bang for your, for your buck. buck when it comes to um, yeah. representation?
1: No, when you talk about how much did the movie cost and how much did oh, the movie make, Because I
0: was going to say when it comes to representation, I was going to say The Voyage Home. Voyage Home had a lot of star power.
1: We have to talk about that. Black star power. Yeah, but the movie that made the most money mm, overall, uh, relatively speaking, I mean, it cost eleven million dollars to make. It was Wrath of Khan. Cost eleven million dollars and brought back seventy eight. So seven hundred percent return. Ain't no movie beating that. So um, yeah. So the Voyage Home had a lot of people in it, and then one of the most interesting admirals in brock peters admiral cartwright who i think is the only one who reprises his role in another movie right, right. I mean, we see we see admiral right. come and go in star trek that's right and robert hook's trouble man himself was playing admiral morrow in search for spark but we never see him again mm-hmm. but here we have admiral cartwright and i think this is the first time we see admiral cartwright in his brock peters Who's also, you, you know him from Soiling Green, Carmen Jones, Kill a Mockingbird, and we know him as Joe Sisko in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But, but here back. he is playing. This is his first Star Trek appearance as Admiral Cartwright, who said the incredible line Get him back! Get him back! <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he's just screaming into that camera. He's just, Get Kirk back because Kirk is telling us how he's going to save the universe again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but we also have in there Madge Sinclair. Madge
0: Sinclair. Yes.
1: And yes. she too makes another appearance after this movie. She comes back in Next Gen as Jordy's mom. I know. Mm-hmm. But then she then she's dead. So, yeah. and, and in this movie, she doesn't die. Right. She comes back. She gets so she survives, and so does Brock.
2: Now I, I notice, and I don't. I know maybe I'm stating, I'm being misobvious here, that <laughs> Star Trek tends to people that they like. They tend to use over and over again.
1: Yeah, like Tim Russ.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they tend mm-hmm. to, you know, use. They they, they can recycle more. some actors. Yeah, they do.
1: So. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think that's um I think it's kinda good. But I like the fact that Brock Peters does come back again as uh Admiral Cartwright. He's playing that role again, but of course mm-hmm. he takes a turn. Yeah, he takes a little turn.
2: Yeah, you know, he's an admiral. He can't help it. He's a admiral.
1: He's Yeah, a bad admiral. He turned
2: he, he turned a bad into admiral. a badmiral. Bad you know. But I like that Win- too, honestly. You look at you look at Paul Winfield. Okay. He played in um, you know, the Rafa Khan. And he played one of the most highly thought of episodes on TNG. Yeah.
1: They bring him back. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. You know, so um, I I like the way they do
1: that. So does that mean we get Idris again? Can we get? (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Maybe maybe without
2: so much makeup? Please.
1: Could he come back for Picard or maybe, you know, Strange New Worlds, anything, please? One thing I do know Kiel
2: Goldsman, we know you we know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) We want Aegis.
1: We gotta give him a redo without the makeup. Yeah. So do we want to say anything about the Final Frontier? No. 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 I think it's the
3: best movie ever. How dare y'all! the front the fr- okay wait a
2: minute hold on let make sure i'm thinking about the same one i do not condone
3: the, the opinions of this podcast anymore i quit <laughs> <laughs> the, f-
2: the final frontier is that the one where they were looking for god yeah yep. hmm mm-hmm. oh, yeah. What does God need with a spaceship? <laughs> <Seriously, how? laughs> Look,
3: they have great lines. It is no worse than the original series. I don't care what y'all people say.
0: No, they have great lines. You're, you're absolutely right about that,
1: JD. And they had some great scenes. They were, I think the scene where Cybok was showing them their pain, those oh, were yeah. some really great scenes. But uh, uh, my favorite is Kirk saying, no. I don't want to. I want to keep my pain. I need my pain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw that movie once, guys, and I have not looked at it again, and <laughs> I have kind of erased it from my my mo- my memory. I well, we're here
3: to bring it back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful movie. Like the ending and the beginning don't really make sense. I don't know what we were doing on the campfire, but it's cute and. It's cute. Everyone gets free therapy except Kirk, who really right? needs free therapy. Refuses
1: therapy.
2: Who needs it? <laughs> <He refuses laughs> who needs
1: it? <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I what I chalk that up to. Kirk saw himself get split into meek and evil, and he said, "I need my pain." He knew it. He knew it. He's like, "No, no, no! I saw the split. I need my pain." <laughs> Sometimes you need therapy. Sometimes you need it badly. No joke he did not want it he just threw it right in that man's face especially like like especially at that point kirk
3: needed therapy you just lost your son you just went through this whole thing where you thought you lost your best friend then he came back and you just had to go through it and you just brought a girl back from the 80s and i don't know what happened with that relationship but did not seem to go well
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: not at all
2: He needs to be sitting in a, laying on a couch, sitting in a chair somewhere across from a therapist.
1: And and this movie reminds me of one thing that they did in several of these TOS movies is that they brought something from the TV series that we saw in the series back into the movie. And that having to get a ship that could make it through the Great Barrier, we saw that with Rojan. And those people that turned them into the little cubes. Remember, they they stole the Enterprise because the Enterprise was the only ship that they could get through the barrier. And here they are again, trying to get through the barrier. And even, you know, the very first movie, the motion picture, we have Vija, which is definitely nomad, right. And then in the second movie, of course, we just bring back Khan all together. We ain't even right. trying to say, this is a guy. So, um, I just like that, that they would bring these little things back from the series. Because as soon as they said they were trying to make it through the barrier, I was like, oh, man, the Enterprise has already been through there once. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, was
2: Juhu the only Black person in uh, the Final Frontier? She Indeed, sure is. yes.
0: That's another reason why, like, hmm. Final Frontier, Final schmuntier.
1: <laughs> and I have here in my notes, and I'm okay with that
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anybody else attached to bring anybody else don't bring anybody, <laughs> want, else, don't bring the... anybody else down <laughs> oh,
3: <yeah>. oh, okay. <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I I do want to say for just one minute, because I was saying earlier that I love, I'm starting to really love Sir Trish Bach. And that has a couple of other people in it besides Trouble Man, um, played by Robert Hooks, um, Admiral Morrow. It had Phil Morris, who was playing Trainee Foster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's Greg Morris, the son from the original TV series Mission Impossible. And he also starred in, well, he didn't star, but he was one of the little kids in he the TOS. T- yeah, he was one of the little kids in the TOS series, Miri, that episode. That's right. So he got brought back, too. So another- he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> from from another
2: original one. to the movies. Yep, he, he was. He did.
1: And my other brother that I love so much in this Star Trek movie, Search for Spock, is Conroy Gideon, who played the... Starfleet security officer in the bar. Oh, he was great. Who gets <laughs> Doctor McCoy? Bones. Your yeah. voice is carrying, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who are and we never see him again. But he was fine. And that guy was in a lot of movies. He was in Dallas TV shows all over the place in the '80s. But um, he was really hot in the '80s when he did this movie. So just remember that's him, Conroy. Conroy, if you're listening, baby, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> he actually was He actually was somebody that, um, um, what was the other thing he was in that was really, he made another movie that was really famous, but he, he just reminds me so much of, um, he kind of reminds me of Michael Dorn a little bit, where Michael Dorn doesn't have all his stuff on his face. You think? Yeah. I didn't get that. Anyway. And then I do want to give a shout out to Undiscovered Country, even though I thought Iman was definitely wasted
0: iman was completely wasted you know like i mean i don't oh god uh, yeah i no. mean they had iman you know she's so eccentric and like just her and she's just a presence in and of herself like wow you know i mean i'm not saying that she's a great actress or anything don't get me wrong because she's not you know but she's just like she just brings all of her herself herself which is enough Jesus, that woman was amazing. Like, oh, my God. Could you imagine? You know, if they had gotten Grace Jones to do that role, it would have been a totally Oh,
2: that that's a be- thought. Wouldn't that have been dope? Wouldn't that? Oh, yeah.
0: That would have been dope.
2: That would have been all right. She would now- have been an exotic, beautiful alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, with no makeup. I love I love her. But in warm
1: letter that. That was I'm my sorry. favorite song. Yep, warm i said, leatherette. Warm leatherette. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing I do want to say about the Star Trek um, or this STC is that um, I would like to see another thing we were just talking about you know, Black Don't Travel, and let's have a little bit more than Zoe in the upcoming film. Maybe, since the TV shows have already done it, I'd like to see somebody behind the camera that's where we need
2: to go. We've had Frakes that's in the d- director.
1: Yeah. Frakes is directed. I don't know what's wrong with, you know, Lavar. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's
0: directed. I mean, he has directed episodes that, yeah, mm-hmm. it would be awesome if he could direct or even, or anybody like, I would love to see, I would love to see more representation. I, and I think we're getting that soon. I think so too.
2: Mm-hmm. Think what about doing. the sister that directed, um, the first three episodes of... Uh,
1: and Elle Pepper.
2: That's it. Yeah. What about her?
1: She could do it, too. She could do it. But, um, you know, we got JJ coming back, and I forget who the other person is, for it's the first movie. Yep. Yeah,
0: yep. I mean, mm, if, yep. you, if y'all can see my face, it's like,
1: whatever. <laughs> I don't care. But, JD, <laughs> are you happy that JJ might be doing another movie? Oh, God, no. Okay. Oh, I thought he was good. oh God no.
2: <laughs> well, he said and he said this on um I can't think of it one of the late night talk shows. He he was the he started show. off. I know y'all thank the you. Daily show. He, okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of, you know, Star Trek and he kept talking and talking and talking. We could tell but when he finally stopped, the guy said I haven't heard a thing after you said you were not a Star Trek fan. Thank you. The audience, yeah. You know, the audience was like, yay! You know, you like- know. I
3: will say regarding J.J. and that interview, that was the start of it because he, he was saying like when he first got, when he did the first movie, he wasn't a fan. And mm-hmm. like any fan, he then started watching it and he got really into it. And that's how we got into darkness because uh-huh. he, he went too deep.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 it's too deep okay. uh-huh and into Indeed. darkness has a few you know they got a few um black people on the crew in into darkness yeah My sister with the bald head with the short hair aisha hines navigation officer i was like all right now but they, they've got a I few didn't people like into in darkness into darkness i just couldn't get with you know and i like Benjamin. they whitewash Khan. i couldn't believe they did that
0: yeah, that yeah, was like, that was what killed me about. I Into don't Darkness. understand. I mean, Here, mm-hmm. here's what I'm saying about worldwide Signing market.
1: Why right. would you not put an Indian actor in that mm-hmm. role if mm-hmm. you're going to send this movie like, around hi, the world? Bollywood, come on! Like Bollywood there's a, a ton, ton of, of people. Don't tell on, me you couldn't back. find anybody because you know with no, no talent. Bunch, oh my god! I was hoping for some. I mean, I mean, I love Benedict Cumberbatch.
2: But uh,
0: not, not in that. I mean, I was mad as hell about that, and I. Th- you, oh, I was mad, and I think that, like, if that had come about like today, he probably would have stepped down and not taken that role.
1: He should have stepped down when he. He should have d- stepped dead.
0: down then. But I'm, that I'm saying that the climate re- now is different. Even yeah. Now, well, even Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, this is come on. That's eight years. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. I will say for for Benedict, uh, I understand why he didn't step down at that point, Mm -hmm. because he he was big from Sherlock. No, he was big from Sherlock. And that was his first like big Hollywood film. Absolutely. Right. So he just saw it come up.
0: Right. He saw a good role, you know, and, and it's not like, you know, I mean, honestly, it's unfair for me to say, don't get your money. You know, don't keep growing. Don't take the role. I'm just saying, like, it, it made me hot. That, I mean, that was at him. I'm not mad at him. Pro- him. I'm mad no. At,
1: you know, like exactly. Alex. The people. Alex, Alex Kirchman uh, was sitting right there at the time. He's I'm mad this. at the
0: executives who made the, that, that decision.
1: decision.
2: Yeah. Who because them.
1: now we just saw in Star Trek Day, in the trailer, they've got a young woman that is playing sound, like a relative. A descendant, A descendant of Khan.
3: Or just a random person of Indian descent who happens to have the same last name. Whichever seems Could more be. logical? It
0: Could be. be. You don't right. know. You know. But the woman act. in the trailer, no, she, they
1: get, she gave her name. No, no, said, like, no. He said no, she's saying a random the same name. Oh, yeah. We don't know yet. She's <laughs>
2: Asian. But she's Asian. Right, yeah. she's Asian you know, so I'm, like I'm glad
1: an, that they've come back around, and you know, don't give me, don't give me any more of that crap. Yeah, don't do that again. Don't please. do that. <laughs> All right, so we've decided that we've got three movies out of each one of the generations that can pass the sci fi sister test. We're very happy to say.
2: Unimpro- that. What? What? <laughs> you want to come again with that? I meant this. I, I- I, meant I said what I said. I said what we we have no we idea
3: what you said. didn't understand what you said. I got what she said. She's I still meant... complaining about beyond. Yeah. Ignore her. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I
2: am. All I, I heard was friends. <laughs> okay, and thank God, I, God uh, one of us yeah. did. Yeah, I was I was trying to be you know disruptive, and that makes sense. That I meant. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh well, we did, it did that well.
1: You? <laughs> <laughs> I was not trying to speak English. It works. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> We <laughs> oh got our three movie. take could at least get five and a half or above. How about that? Five and oh, yeah. a half or above. Yeah, five and a half mm-hmm. or above. We're gonna give the whole the whole franchise. You know, STC. We're gonna give it a thumbs up. We're gonna give it a Sci Fi Sisters thumbs up for trying. We're gonna give it an A for effort. But I think there's a few things give that it they a could B+ work. Plus. Like.
0: B plus. B uh, it it doesn't get a, a Sci Fi Sisters coveted three snaps in a circle. No, uh, it, you know, it only gets it an a effort. A, gets gets a thumbs up for effort okay I give you
2: a thumbs up i yeah. I go along with
1: compared that. compared to the d c franchise Sam, compared to Star Wars franchise, I think they're definitely doing better, Marvel, no 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 and I yeah. think that
0: like you know, we need to look at the time in which a lot of these movies were made and sure. produced. they were far ahead of the curve, absolutely, you know, like according to today's standards, we look at it and we go, oh. I don't know, you know. What have you done for me lately? You don't look so good. But when they when these movies were released, the the black people that they had prominently placed in the roles that they had was absolutely revolutionary. We did not have that that going.
1: Most of the black people were in the original movies, (laughs) which were from the eighties. You know, we're kind of like going backwards over here. I don't know. So you know, like I said, I mean, they're heavily relying on one black person or two. And I know they're building up that person's role, but, you know, I I would like to see more than just like an occasional passerby in the crew. This is one
0: of those times when I kind of miss Roddenberry, Gene Roddenberry being alive, you know, because, um, you know, that what what we experienced in the eighties movies, uh, that was definitely his influence.
1: You can see how brave he was. Mm -hmm. And people say a lot of things now in hindsight about why this and why that. But, you know, when you were up against the mindset of studio heads back in his time. Mm. Right. Come on. Right. So
2: a black woman and an Asian on the bridge.
1: Come on. And in the movies. And, you know, come on. That's that's big. Yeah. So. We're going to say that the Star Trek cinema, Star Trek cinema is doing all right, but we've got some work to do. We And we're do. hoping that the next two movies do that work.
0: And if you guys want to talk to us about doing this work, what your comments are, what you think that, uh, which movies pass your test. And um, if we came up with some good judgments on these movies, you can let us know at scifisisters.com. You can leave us an email. You can join our groups on Facebook, uh, The Mothership, and the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. That's The Mothership on Facebook, and we are sci Sisters on Instagram. Uh, and that's and sci fi sisters is spelled S Y F Y S I S T A S. And as well, you can also find us on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network because, as I neglected to say at the top of the show, we are a proud member of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. And we are so happy to be in that family with the best of the best over there on Trek Geeks. And so, check out trekgeeks.com or Get the Trek Geeks app and you can find all of our shows on there plus exclusive content. Did I miss anything? Did I leave anything out?
1: Dos, dos, dose.
0: Oh, yeah, the baddest engineer in the galaxy. His name is Dose, Dose the Anonymous One. And you can, if you need uh, music, he is responsible for all of our music on our show. Or if you need engineering services, check him out at Dose the Anonymous One at gmail.com. That's D-O-S-T-H-E-A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S, the number one at gmail.com thanks for letting us take over the airwaves
1: trekmovie.com sabrina you have a final thought no it was just great it's been fun i can't wait to talk to our friends over at trekmovie.com and see what they think about our show <laughs> and can't wait to read more about the movies that are coming out i'm so excited two new trek movies yay We know you guys are going
0: to have all the scoop, TrekMovie.com. So you guys, if you want the latest Trek news that's happening, check out TrekMovie.com. They have great articles and they always have a lot of insight. And we're so happy to be uh, hanging out with them today on their airwaves. And we love you all. And thank you so much for listening. I'm going to say peace, love, and hair grease. Bye-bye.
2: Later, guys.